three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Kelsey, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number, I think 30. it's... 30. Is it 30 or is it 29? It's 30. No, it's 30. It's 30. Oh, well, hang on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Episode 30. Yeah. And the, and the executioner, executioner. Daniel Travis. I said it before you. Ha ha. So- Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> I tried to get words but this. Anyways, we got <laughs> three great topics for you this week. Let's run through them real quick. Topic number one. Randy Orton says Matt Riddle is a future world. Yeah. Topic number two. So, Naomi have been indefinitely suspended, and I have an interesting little uh, factoid for that topic. Topic number three. We did unify the tag team talents on SmackDown, but that's a topic. Let's hop into topic number one. Take it away, comrade. Okay, you idiot. I will take it away. And that is that we have Randy Orton saying that Riddle is a future world champion. I mean, I will say is a very talented wrestler, but I don't think anybody is going to be a future yeah, world champion. I will say that. Yeah, that's a major praise from Randy Orton. But I, but I will say that I don't think anybody is going to be a future world champion as long as Roman Reigns has both titles. I mean, there's always money in the bank. However the hell that is going to work. Yeah, we. if you want to know our opinion on that, uh, go back a few weeks. Yeah. I'm not yeah. putting the audio in that because that's Strategy. Yeah, anyway, but my honest thoughts are like, since Riddle for nearly a year has been with Randy Orton, I will say Riddle has definitely impressed me, but he's also, if you ask me, kind of stolen Randy Orton's stick with the RKO. Yeah, at, at first I feel like Randy didn't like that, but now it's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop this pop doing it, so I'll just let him do it. At least as long as we're a tag team. Yeah, but this raises the question... Okay, but I will will save my thoughts for topic number three, but uh, honestly, Riddle is... uh, I forgot to start the timer. God, dog it. Oh, what's new? I'm 30 episodes in and you're still doing this shit. 
Yeah, 30 episodes in and we can't keep us such half an hour. Or an anyway, um, my honest thoughts on this is like, Riddle is a hell of a wrestler. Don't get me wrong. He definitely has what it takes. Kinda. Because, you know, the people to be a world champion. And then it's hell of a praise coming from a man who has now been in the professional wrestling business for 20 years. Yeah. And so, and what I think is even more impressive is it's praise coming from a third generation superstar. Yeah. The son of a man who was involved in the very first WrestleMania. Yeah. And I honestly think that Riddle, well, me personally, I don't really like the, I don't really like Riddle. I ain't gonna be, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna swallow my words, my pride here for a second and admit something. And that is, for a guy that's only been in the professional wrestling business since 2015, Riddle has Riddle is a hell of a wrestler. I ain't not gonna lie. He's a hell of a yeah, wrestler. Yeah, he definitely is. I've seen him wrestle live, and maybe I forgot about the pyro in his entrance, and that hurt my ears <laughs> because yeah. I was on the fifth row. But he is one hell of a wrestler, and... He is, he, he, his character Meh. in different ways. Enzo Mori, where you can hate him if you're just watching him on TV. But if you're in the arena with Riddle, you have, it's like infectious. You have to start chanting, bro. I mean, I've seen Riddle perform live once. Back when he was a part of uh, NXT when I went to a house show. And I will say that, well, as a fan of Riddle, Riddle's just entertaining. Yeah. Except but for... I said he, he he's very infectious. Yeah. Except for Enzo like Moore. You, you don't want there. to... <laughs> well, Enzo, when I... He was still employed. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, I did go along with his whole entrance shtick. Swaft. But I honestly believe that. Hey, don't get me wrong. For the short time that Riddle has been. I will say the only thing that Riddle has done that I've just been impressed is the honestly the clever ways that he's been hitting the RKOs. Like Yeah, like that the way he did at uh what, didn't he do it like really cleverly at the at WrestleMania Backlash recently? Yes, off the top uh, and then and then was no that one, wrong? And then also I rest on Raw, he did it um, where uh, where Montez Ford was going for the uh, his uh, frog splash, 
and got countered into an RKO. So just because I will say, don't get me wrong, I like, you know, Riddle's a hell of a dude, and he seems like a pretty, he seems like a pretty likable guy off screen. But um, I think that, hey, if Riddle is a future world champion, that is great, but it's going to be virtually impossible as long as the tribal chief has the gold. Yeah, like I said, there's money in the bank, or they could just make another new championship, which then Roman will also try to claim. <laughs> yeah, just be, uh, good luck. <laughs> but my, my honest, um, my, what are your thoughts on this, Matthew? Please. And this is time we're at minute thirty. I was about to ask for final thoughts. Uh, I I really do think this is major props from, like, uh, what, 14-time world champion, third-generation yep. superstar? Yep. And, like, if you can get Randy Orton to praise you, you're mm. going places. Oh, and yeah. It's, unless he betrays you and RKO's you, then you're probably going to get lost in the shuffle. Or you get him to call you stupid like Kofi Kingston did back in like 2009. Yeah, because I honestly will. My final thoughts are hey, if Riddle becomes world champion, great, but I mean, it's health and praise coming from a man who is a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. But. I don't know if that's going to... I'm not sure when that it's going to happen. Uh, it may be a couple of years, honestly. Well, Randy said he wants to wrestle until he's like 50 or something. I doubt RK Bro's going to be a thing until for that long. Oh, we, oh he's not going to. But, yeah. but the real question is, will Riddle be a member of the WWE Hall of Fame one day? Mm, maybe. Only time will tell, but that's the end of this segment. We're going to take a quick break before we hop into topic number two. We'll be right back. After this quick break. Which is literally just a <laughs> bell ringing. Oh. Ow, we are back for topic number Two. two. Which is Sasha Banks and Naomi are indefinitely suspended. And uh, here's a fun fact you may not know. Sasha Banks' contract is expiring soon. I thought it was Naomi's contract. I I heard Sasha's. Oh. And uh, WWE will not fire Sasha and Naomi because they don't want them going to AEW. (laughs) I I mean... uh... Yeah, I mean, what, what, go ahead, say what you're thinking. Oh, wait. Like, I, I'm wondering, like, is the 30 day title match clause still a thing, even? Honestly, I don't even think so. Because then, like, if it was, 
they would have had to strip Sasha and Naomi. I think it just really depends on the wrestler and the storyline. I think well, they just never removed from your contract, like. Oh, probably Roman Reigns does. It's probably uh, not even in Roman Reigns' contract. Oh, it's not, since he's going to be leaving WWE for a little bit. Yeah, but... He'll be present in the build-up to SummerSlam, but I don't think he'll be at SummerSlam. Because my thoughts on this is that, um, well, I can see why WWE... I I heard what Michael Cole said yesterday that he's like that they disappointed a bunch of their superstars, fellow superstars and their fans. Like I'm like Michael Cole, don't sound like a bunch of don't make it sound like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and Corey actively shit their behavior on commentary on Monday Night Raw. I mean, it's Corey, so I mean, <laughs> it's, yeah, he's the and, heel. But my honest thoughts on this is like, I mean, look, I can see why WWE, you know, uh, suspended them because they didn't want to fire them. But also, honestly, and I said but this also, last you're week, suspending someone whose contract is going to expire indefinitely, which means you may have just. Yourself you into basically, a you, you may have just fired Sasha because her contract would expire while she is suspended. Yeah. I, I mean, because my honest thoughts on this, which I, I'm going to really say is that, like, look, if WWE, like, because I get, I mean, I get why WWE wanted to do it, and I know I said this last week, and I'm going to say it again, but... To be honest, this isn't really the first... And don't forget, um, this isn't the first time that Sasha Banks was mad when WWE, you know, was against their words with the women's tag team titles. Because in case you forgot, Sasha Banks and Bayley were promised a long reign and then they found out that they were going to be losing to the Iconics. Yeah. Who, keep in mind, the influence is also taking a break from wrestling. Yeah, no, the inspiration. Inspiration, whatever. But, I mean, just like, because, you know, I can see why WWE did it, but to tell you that, oh, I honestly feel, guys, I know you, I don't really care. But this is what I'm honestly thinking that WWE has done fucking terrible with those tag team women's tag team titles. Oh, you're Period. not wrong. Like I feel like the women's tag team titles has a very similar like a similar history to Brock Lesnar when he was holding the WWE or Universal Championship. Like, except, for his, except for his last run. And, and, yeah, except for his most recent run. I'm, I'm talking Heyman guy, Lesnar. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Where he showed up at like the big four for the big payday and then sat on his couch with his wife Sable for the rest of the year. 
and made money. Yeah, for literally just sitting on his on his butt at his farm. I mean, like shit. If shit, I I know like we I I don't I've never really said this on our podcast, but I know we we all give Brock Lesnar shit for because uh, I because I've heard this is something I heard because I was watching uh, the I know that this is sort of random, but eh, what do you expect? But yeah. I've. I've honestly heard that Brock Le- after Brock Lesnar competes at like a major house show, is that like he need? Because I was watching him on the Pat McAfee show, I heard him say that he needed after he like competes at like some sort of like he's perfectly fine being out there, but then after that he needs a break. <laughs> but after that he needs a break. Uh, yeah, and let's get back on topic, because we got, like, 30 seconds left. Sorry, alright, whatever, but final thoughts is, like, I understand why WWE did it, and I'm surprised that they are doing it a tournament, because, I like, what teams are they gonna have to compete in this women's tag team title tournament with the barely tag team division that they have? Uh, yeah, I actually didn't know they were doing a tournament. Yeah, because doing a they, tournament. and I hate to say this about Sasha, but they might as well fire her if her contract is expiring in mere months. Yeah, and uh, that's all the time we got for this topic. We'll be back after our like two second break for our final topic. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and we are back with topic number three. Uh, last night on SmackDown, they actually fucking, excuse the language, but I don't really give a shit, but they actually fucking did it. Nani? <laughs> with That's my, right for anyone that doesn't speak Japanese. Like, I, I, I'm just a, a last night on SmackDown, they had the winner take all. Tag team unification match. Which, that should have happened at WrestleMania Backlash. Yes, a hundred percent agree. Should have happened at WrestleMania Backlash, but um, the match was literally all. The entire show was built around that one match, which I mean, of course, makes sense. Yeah, and referring back to the like WrestleMania prediction battle note I had, we only had one title match on that show. We would have had two if uh, if Roman was... hadn't messed it up. Yeah, uh, but if you, uh, but um, my honest thoughts on this is like the match was solid, good, and then as we predicted, and then as the WWE UK thing actually sported what Paul Heyman said, it wasn't a prediction; it was a spoiler. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. And apparently in the opening promo to the show, Paul Heyman said either the Usos will return home as undisputed tag team champions or they won't come home at all. Yep, he said that. And Paul also said that he, and Paul Heyman also said he's like, the Usos winning, that's in a prediction. That's a spoiler later that night. In a hell of a match, the Usos 
one in honestly probably the one in a way that I ought to. I mean, I, I had a feeling that Roman Reigns. I, was... I I will say I will give you props for your precognitive abilities. You said last week that Roman was gonna get involved, and Roman got involved. Okay, yeah, I did say that, but I didn't. I, I didn't. And the, Paul Heyman getting you. Okay, let's just talk about this because Paul Heyman actually accompanied. The Usos. Yeah, which rarely happens. I mean, because Paul's been a part of the of in the Samoan dynasty since he was like 14, 15 years old. Not like an official member, more like a family friend. Yeah. Like, because this is something I have heard is that when he would, you know, when he would start traveling is that his... Roman Reigns' dad and uncle had Paul Heyman's back back then. So Paul had the Paul <laughs> the the Wild Samoans had Paul Heyman's back. Yeah, and this was back in the day when no one would even dare with the Wild Samoans. <laughs> hey, if you got in a, a backstage argument with someone. Who was part of the team called the Wild Samoans? Would you want to fuck with them? No, I mean because I've also heard that the Wild Samoans back then had a very, uh, you know, like they like they were not the kind of people you would want to like. They were the kinds of people that would get into fights if they had to. Yeah, you wouldn't want to stay away from them as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, anyway, back on. But top- riddle me this, Travis. What? Who's gonna take the the titles off the bloodline now? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm willing to bet that when Solo Sikoa calls up, call, gets called up, it's probably gonna be a SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna win the IC title, and then they're probably gonna have it unified with the US. Even though the Intercontinental Championship was created for the unification of the WWE European Championship and the WCW United States Championship. Yeah. Oh, wait, it existed before then. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on this is I had... I mean, I thought Roman Reigns was gonna spear one of them, and spear one of the uh, one of RK bro, sneak out of the ring, act like nothing ever happened. He never and, even entered the ring, did he? No, he. Um, what happened was, for those of you that don't know, Riddle was going for a super RKO. Paul went for the distraction, because Paul. <laughs> um. Randy or um no Randy Roman excuse me Roman came in pushed Riddle off but held on to uh one of the Usos so they didn't fall then the other Uso then the legal Uso delivered the Uso splash in one yeah classic bloodline tactic you know how it is and then after the match they were just like mm, beat Riddle, him up you- beat him up beat him up. Well, no, because, hey, 
Riddle need Roman Reigns in the face like the week before. So Roman Reigns is like, hey, you need me yeah, in the face, the Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> and then they beat him up, send him to the table, beat up Randy Orton with the stairs, Roman Reigns. My favorite part, since we have like 10 seconds left, is uh, the bloodline has yeah. fulfilled their prophecy and it happened on a random ass episode of SmackDown. My, my final thoughts are is, um, I am honestly surprised that they pulled that shit off on a regular ass episode of SmackDown. And I find it kind of come full circle for the Usos because they were around. In 2010, when they, you know, when they were trying to win the unified tag team titles. Yeah, and, uh, they they really debuted. I'm pretty sure the night after the the new belts, which were the old bronze ones, were debuted. Yep. And uh, yeah, and my thoughts on it is like the Usos are now are just like like if this doesn't solidify the Usos. As one of the greatest tag teams of this century, I don't know what else will. Well, they're brothers. I, a lot of like tag teams that are brothers. I feel like they're always like some of the best. <clears throat> and also, I'm gonna just get a last thoughts. Is um, I wish, because like, I will say is that like I'm kind of glad WWE did it because maybe we won't have now the you know more. Maybe we'll have different matches instead of the same usual tag team matches over and over again. Yeah, but also... What is the part of the brand split? Yeah. I, I feel like that's the tagline of anything involving the bloodline. Yeah. What but is the... as you guys may or may not have heard, the timer went off, which means we are out of time for this episode. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Got anything else you want to say? Nope, but I wish whoever... I wish the luck of any stupid-ass fool that dares to take the code off of the bloodline. Yeah, I got... That's basically the bloodline in a nutshell, I feel like. Yeah, but that's all I got. It's, and we all know it's safer to acknowledge them yeah. than try to defy them. Yeah, if you try to defy them, uh, you're a fool. If you acknowledge them, you, you, you're good. <laughs> yeah, so just acknowledge your tribal chief and uh, yeah, roll that outro? Yep, see ya, losers. Yeah, editor, Unbreakable Spirit, you know what to do. Thank you for listening to Add-Ons, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit. And the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six you can follow me on instagram at dan travis one two one and you can also follow me on the twitter at dan the executioner towards you one and you can follow the podcast at adults podcast 
We'll be back next week with more debates and discussion. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers. <laughs>